Hello? Yes. Hey, you're there. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, beautiful. Well, I'm glad we're going to be able to get this girlfriend's chat going on. I hope this time three's a charm, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, girlfriends, this is Angela with my guest today on Girlfriends Chat. This is a platform where I dig in a little bit deeper on a specific subject that uh, I've had with these interviewees previously on Girlfriends has got to homeschooling. So I'm going to let my guest today introduce yourself and tell us how many children you're homeschooling. Hi, everyone. My name is Kathy. I am a dance instructor, a programmer, and uh, I have five children that we currently homeschool, myself and my husband, Jonathan. Um, our children's ages are, uh, we have twins that are seven years old, a five-year-old, a now four-year-old, and a two-year-old. So, we're all headed towards the even numbers this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds like our family. Same way. Uh, I have four that's all even numbers and then four that's odd numbers. So, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So um, pretty neat. Interesting. Well, uh, one of the things that you mentioned in our interview, so for those of you listening, Kathy here, Kathy, Jack, Kathy Jagger is our number, let's see, she was episode number 58 back in April on Girlfriends Has Got to Homeschooling. So a very, very good interview. And previous to that, had her husband, Jonathan Jagger, on the show. Um, very good interview with him as well. But particularly, Kathy, she mentioned a, a specific topic, many things, Kathy, you said, uh, <laughs> that made me, I took notes. Every time there's something good, I want to go back and chew on it or think on it, or reflect on it. I just write it down. And several things you said, I'm like, oh, I want to dig deeper into that. Besides your quote that was just like amazing, I had to say the quote, and you shared a little bit deeper about that in the, in the actual interview. So that's not what I want to talk to you about. But I have to say the quote because it's amazing. <laughs> you remember your quote that you said? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I wrote it down. So your quote, and I quote you, you said, I see your tomorrows and oh, I would yeah. never let go of, of um, I see, and I would ne never let go of it. Yeah. Um, and so that was, I was like, wow, that is beautiful. And you were talking about the it being their homeschooling journey. So. Never, yeah. besides that just being amazing the other thing you said is uh, your motto you said you have a motto that says be like water so break that down to us Kathy and as that relates to your homeschooling your journey you know maybe homeschooling five little younger children what does that mean for you when you're saying be like water yes yeah, so it actually um, there are several different uh, it's it's so it's so much, but I what I will start with is um, seeing my children, at, like understanding them as adults. You know, they're they're children, but they are adults that are growing into adults. That's how I see it. And um, the first thing is that every child is different. Every person is different. Everyone receives information in a different way. You know, we have categories, which is so great because it helps us to kind of gauge, uh, you know, like the best way to communicate effectively with a person. So my idea is, OK, let, let you know, every child it requires 
something different from me. And so I need to be able to allow myself to be fluid enough to go ahead and gauge when it's time for me to switch gears. You know, so if we're in a setting where we are doing a collective project together, then I have to break, I have to say the instructions uh, several different ways to meet the need of all of my children. So it's usually my older three, the, our five-year-old and our seven-year-old. Um, and so that's like the first thing um, is just recognizing their difference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How is that an easy task to do to be like fluid where you're switching gears? I guess that's pretty much what it is. Switching gears or switching your personality to adjust to each one of them different. Is it, is it an easy thing to do? Uh, Uh, At first it was very difficult because I am the type of person. I just want to give the instructions and like, let's go, you know, because I'm ready to get things done. But Um, As time went on, about a year or so, I was able to kind of really pick up on the learning differences or really the different ways of communicating effectively with each child. You know, so some, you know, one of my sons, I have to have my soft uh, voice. You know, I can't really be aggressive because naturally, you know, as an islander, I'm just aggressive. Like we're just dramatic. You know, and so everything is like on 10. And so I have to bring it down and so that he doesn't think he's in trouble. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, and, yeah. and that's funny. I have to say that's funny because you said be on 10. I never see your personality as like on 10. Like, I think Catherine is the most soft-spoken, um, you know, unassuming uh, mother out there. And so you're fooling me. <laughs> uh. Yeah. You just you I, seem like always on two. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It's interesting because you never really know how you come off. You know, you just put out, but you don't really know how you're coming off um, to others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess at home, you know, I'm in my natural state. Yeah. So, you know, I'm comfortable and um, I just have my way of communicating. Um but, you know, like I said, for one of my, so for one of my sons, he's very sensitive. So I have to be very careful on how I'm presenting my idea or communicating with him. So it's not just my, my tone, it's also my body language, you know, because, it, you know, being an Islander, we talk with our hands, our shoulders, right. everything is communicating. And so, you know, for him, it's kind of like, it makes him feel like he needs to, you know, be a little defensive, um, uh, but yeah, so that's one thing right there. Um, what else? One of my sons, they need a lot of touch. They need a lot of, um, uh, like affection and, you know, special attention. And to really implement, um, in my daily routine, you know, um, because I, I just, I'm naturally like kind of, you know, like you should know that I love you. So I don't need to do anything extra. Like everything that I do is because I love you, you know? Uh Um, But, you know, but there's also that, you know, the way that I grew up, you know, there's like this unspoken understanding between all of my family members. You know, I didn't have to say, excuse me, I need to grab that thing that's in front of you. I can go grab it and they know that I mean no harm. 
Right. You know, so but for, you know, one of my sons, I have to say, excuse me, I just want to grab this uh, thing that's in front of you. You know, I'm not trying to be rude. It's just, you know, so it, it's very interesting. I really um, took for granted when my mother said, please, you know, like, you, you know, motherhood, don't, you know, wait till you're a little older. I didn't understand that because I, I didn't understand how much you have to kind of, you know, uh, spread yourself, mm. uh, you know, with motherhood and parenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> absolutely. And then we realize, and we just keep going. You know, I have eight children. Like, what am I thinking? That mean <laughs> that's eight that many more personalities. I have to be, you know, very fluid with. So, uh, what I'm hearing from you is just, you know, it encompasses this fluidity and homeschooling encompasses just how you are operating as a parent with each of them. It just for you know, pours over into the homeschooling sphere. I would imagine all of your life. I mean, all parts of your all's life together. Yeah. 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 Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so for all of you girlfriends, uh, you know, hopefully that resonates with you. And, And if you heard, you know, hear Catherine make this statement in the interview, be like fluid, that's her, you know, that was what she said. Now it makes a bit more uh, sense and you can chew on it and implement it and just for all of us to be aware, you know, that that fluidity has to be there um, in our parenting, you know, that then just pours over into homeschooling. So thanks, Catherine, for. Yeah. I actually have more to say. Oh, yeah. Yes. Go ahead. What else? Um, so there, the, the, what I expressed earlier was like just on the personal. OK. Um, one on one level of being like water. The other part of it is also, um, you know, recognizing as a group, you know, how they most likely will learn, you know, like in a group setting. So like, uh, for example, when I spoke with a teacher, she was like teacher of the year um, in, I think, Spartanburg County. And she explained to me that, you know, she has taken classes where they talk about um, the, the cultural differences between students that are of Caucasian um, descendants and African descendants and Native American descendants. Okay. And so what she expressed was that um, uh, children from a European descendants, uh, they're able to um, uh, take, like sit through a lecture. And for an African, for African uh, descent child, they uh, do not understand just uh, uh, um, uh, how do you say that? I just lecture. That that's something that they do not understand. Everything is conversational, so it's a communication. You give, I give back. You say something, and I respond. A call and response. There's always a call and response. So. Me understanding that, having that understanding, I'm able to not take, a, you know, one of my sons interrupting or quote unquote interrupting me as him responding, him wanting to give a response to what I said. Mm. So I'm. And I expect for there to be a response. So it's even like in church, if you go to a predominantly African mm-hmm. um, diaspora 
church because I've been a, I've been in an African church. I've been to a Haitian church. I've been to a Hispanic church. I have been to an African American church and it's always the same. There's a call and response. A pastor says something that hits the soul. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody's jumping, somebody's shouting, shouting, you know, and you know, I've been to a uh, predominantly Caucasian or European descendant church and everyone's quiet. It's just a difference in the way that we receive information yeah. and, you know, and respecting those um, cultural differences, you know? So mm. there's that part also um, that I have in mind while homeschooling. That's and then, wow. Yeah. And then the last part is, um, you know, allowing them to have, find their identity in the world, you know, um, based on the actual history of um, the people that they have descended from or so, or as the African diaspora, understanding the African diaspora and to see themselves in the world Mm. um, where they are not slaves and subject to oppression, but to, you know, understand the reason for their oppression, you know, and to see, uh, their education and their history uh, uh, as it really truly is mm-hmm. and not of just the, you know, standard um, public school version of history, right. you know? So like whenever they see the Tesla car, they understand that that is African science that they are watching, mm. that someone has uh, been inspired and has taken the information that is uh, ancient African uh, science and have brought it to the world. And, and, and now they're seeing their African, their Africanness right. being implemented in their world today. Mm. You know, so yeah. when they see a Tesla car, they say, Oh, that's a, te- that's our technology. Uh-huh. You know? And uh-huh. so it gives them a sense of pride and, you know, it's not a foreign idea to create something, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. um, so that that's important to me. And I believe it's important for them. And that's where I, uh, you know, really, really, uh, you know, believe in being like water, because a child that cannot see uh, their their identity within the world that they are existing in, then they don't see anywhere to go. Mm. You know, they don't see the point of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow, that's good. I wasn't expecting all of that. That is great, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> all right now. Yes, ma'am. That's being like water in so many different facets. I got you. Yes. That is good. Thank you for breaking that down because that was a whole interview show right there. You didn't get to say all that in the in the actual interview for sure. Yeah. <laughs> good deal. Wow. Well, you all be sure to go on over to episode 58. You should find it right there. Catherine Jagger and um, this homeschooling mom of these little ones and uh, just schooling us on what it looks like to be like water and and the importance of that. And especially for our children, seeing themselves, wow, that was a mouthful. So Catherine, thank you. I appreciate uh, your diligence. One, one, number one, (laughs) to make this happen. (laughs) Oh goodness. And uh, number two, some more nuggets and insights and wisdom that you just dropped all over the place. So thank you uh, on this girlfriend chat. I appreciate you girl. I appreciate you providing that platform. Yes. Again, what you're doing is amazing, and I'm so excited. Yes. 
Uh, but yeah, about it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. All right. Well, we will touch base later. And uh, thanks again. You all have a great day and say hello to your husband, uh, Jonathan, for me. Okay. Okay. We'll do. All right, girlfriends. Take care until our next girlfriends chat. Bye-bye. Hello, Dr. Shiva. Hello, Angela. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Doing well. Good to have you on here, my friend. Thanks for the invite. Yes. Well, let me let you all know, girlfriends. This is Girlfriends Chat, another episode. Uh, today I have Dr. Shiva Quinn with me on here. She was with us back at the very beginning, I think maybe like episode two of our interviewing time with Girlfriends of Guide to Homeschooling. But let me let you all know, this woman here, Dr. Shiva uh, Quinn, if uh, you all are not familiar with her, you all need to find and get in contact with her on Facebook. She has more things going on in her life that I don't know any professional that I know have going on with book writing and, and training and coaching and, and the list goes on and on into her, her children, I guess you would call it managing your children and, and their businesses and that type of thing. Yes. Do you ever rest? Do you ever rest? That's all I have to ask. I mean, you know, it's 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 tough, but I, I managed to get you know a few hours of sleep, and hey, back up mm. at it and doing it again. <laughs> I'm telling you, Shiva, I, the one thing I wanted to jump into this uh, girlfriend's chat about, and uh, for you all who are for, not familiar with girlfriend's chat, this is where we're just digging a little deeper on a specific conversation piece that we had in our interview. And so when I uh, actually interviewed with Dr. Shiva Quinn, we touched very lightly, not even deep at all uh, with her girls and what they have gone on in their businesses and the importance that I see that uh, Dr. Shiva is making on her social media as far as, you know, getting your kids involved in some kind of business and, and um, making that a priority in your schooling and uh, your homeschooling. So mm-hmm. Dr. Sheba, that's what I wanted you to expound on. Um, you know, is this a very important focus for our black children, particularly and ch- children generally, um, and just to make that happen, make it a priority. Just talk to, to us more about that and, and give us some education around it. Right. So, so my kids have a cake business and they started baking when they're about three and four years old. Now, of course, I didn't lie down by the stove or by themselves, but they're always in the kitchen with me because my kids are very curious. And so I couldn't leave them in a room by themselves while I was in the kitchen cooking. And so they started early with pan- playing with the pots and pans and pulling things out the cabinet and the fridge and just mixing stuff up. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, y'all got to do something with this. So we, I taught them how to bake. And then they want to sell me the cake. And I'm like, no, it's my food. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> yes, I'm not buying it. No, I'm not paying you $5. But what I end up doing is that I just introduced it to um, my Facebook fan base. And it just kind of took off. People were supporting the kids and and it just kept growing and so of course like any child once they see money coming in off of something that they've done you know they they want to do more of it and so that's how their business got started but luckily for me um during that same time frame dr boyce Watkins was also talking about the importance of kids having businesses and that type of thing so i was able to 
you know, um, to hook on to him and just get some of the, the, the lessons that he was teaching and all that. And I enrolled my kids in his program. He has a program at um, the, the Black Business School for Kids. So I enrolled them in that and let them hear it from another perspective. But we went through the whole process of opening up banking accounts with black banks and just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, doing the whole the whole nine yards. I mean, they have an LLC, of course, is in my name because they're not old enough to pay mm-hmm. taxes. But, mm-hmm. you know, they are the CEOs of their business and I am their manager. And it gets tough. <laughs> it gets mm-hmm. tough because, you know, they're young, but by the same token, they're anxious to learn. And so we try to make it a priority every week. We try to um, sit down and have a business mm-hmm. meeting on Mondays. We talk about mm-hmm. marketing. We talk about branding. We talk about recipes, all mm-hmm. that. I mean, you guys don't get to see everything that we're doing because I will be on social media 24-7. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a lot that goes is trying to help them develop their brand and mm-hmm. the good part about it is that when we go out to places they mm-hmm. actually pick up on what other businesses is doing or is mm-hmm. not doing correctly and how mm-hmm. they could do it in their business or how they should avoid doing some of those things in their business so it it, it works <laughs> that is beautiful and tell us the ages of your girls right now there are six and seven that is just yeah that is just I mean so impressive very impressive and and um, number one making it a priority for you because you yourself in your own right have a lot of things going on in your businesses and teaching and classes I mean Dr. Shiva I'm every time I see you with something new come I'm like dang she's doing something again (laughs) something else what in the heck I think one week I saw like four things you're doing like what in the world how did you do this and versatile mm -hmm. I mean I'm like yeah I know something why am I holding on to this knowledge give it to someone that can use it because I can't use everything that I know so let somebody else work it and make it you know happen for them and that's Mm -hmm. just the way I kind of view things so if I know something it can help somebody I'm like okay well then let's do it let's invite some other people on they might want to do it too (laughs) yeah yeah and you're making it happen and you're giving it away and even when you're battling your own health things I saw that and I thought wow this woman is like um I don't know phoenix icon I don't know what you're made out of um Dr. Shiva I'm just I'm blown away but I applaud you loudly because you're making it happen and making it happen not just for you and yours but for others too so that's that's huge so if a, you know a family are wanting to get this started an idea for their mm-hmm. kids what would be some basic simple steps to say you know to get them started mm-hmm. to help them maintain it and let it be a part of their you right. know their life and their family Right. Well, I would say that YouTube is still king. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, kids love watching YouTube and they love, uh, you know, seeing things on YouTube and trying to (laughs) recreate it themselves. And even now, my kids, they still see YouTube and like, oh, my goodness, can we try this cake? But I know right about now, a lot of kids are into the bath bombs and the soaps and lotions and all that. Mm -hmm. And I would just say, ask your children what they want to do. And just carve one day out of your week, maybe an Mm -hmm. hour to just, you know, talk about the business aspect of it. If you Mm -hmm. really want your child to go far, I would say really consider, um, you know, getting them a a EIN, uh, what is it, Uh, employment Mm -hmm. identification Mm -hmm. number. Of course, it'd have to be in your name if your child is not old enough. 
Um, and then the business plan. I think the business plan is very important, even for young kids, because they have to actually see what goes into a business. And I'm not talking about, you know, your third page plan, like you are finna go out here and have the next big empire. You know, I'm just talking about mm-hmm. like a one page plan to kind of get you going. Have them mm-hmm. uh, have a goal. Why do they want to make money? I know for my kids last year, their goal was to raise money to go to Disney World. And they raised about $5,000 and sponsored our family vacation to Disney World. Mm-hmm. But they, right. Yeah, they worked their butt off for it, but it happened. I mean, mm-hmm. we were at mm-hmm. vendor, vendor events and selling on mm-hmm. Facebook and calling every mm-hmm. auntie and uncle and selling to them <laughs> on a continuous basis. You know, and um, and yeah, and get the family involved in supporting your kids because you have to tell people how to support you, I believe, because, of course, at birthdays, everybody wants to give you the latest and greatest toy. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, how about you buy some cake? How about you buy some soap? Mm -hmm. How about Mm -hmm. you invest in this? You know, because kids want to see that money. That's how they Mm -hmm. are encouraged to keep going is when they see the money coming in. And on the mm-hmm. other end of that, now we're having a big discussion about what do we do with this money? You know, we're talking okay. about savings and investing and and yeah. giving to charity and all that. So as they grow, the conversations kind of change, you know, right. becomes more um, strategic in what we're going to do with our finances. But in the beginning, just have, let them make money at something, selling jewelry, anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell us where we can find what your girls are doing. I know you ha- they ha- they have a few different platforms mm-hmm. so that the support can come on, keep going yes, for you. Yes, yes, yes. So they're all over social media at Ziggy and Tootie. That is their brand. Um, they do, they bake cakes and they also have the YouTube channel. And it's Ziggy and Tootie as well. Their website is being revamped because they're bringing out new recipes, but it is Ziggy and Tootie <laughs> as well. And so, yeah, so they're everywhere is Ziggy and Tootie. <laughs> and then you look for the mama, Dr. Shiva Quinn. Yep. She's everywhere too. Yep. Everywhere and on Dr. Facebook. Dr. Shiva Quinn. We try to keep it simple. <laughs> Yo, you okay. It has to be simple, right? <laughs> simple. Wow. Okay. That's simple. You're making it happen. And again, I'm rooting for you and I'm so glad to um, have connected with you uh dr shiva quinn and our you know little small connection that we do have i'm grateful to connect with you. i don't know how i came across you but i did i'm so, glad um, to have met you too i love yeah. the show i love what you're doing and believe it or not i listen to an episode almost every day on a treadmill or in the wow. <laughs> middle yeah. of the night when i can't sleep or when i'm up working hey i'm like let's see what's going on on girlfriends let's see who's yeah. next <laughs> all right all right well we got another one tonight and um that's coming up but dr shiva quinn thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule away from your girls and all you all have going on girlfriends get connected and um, stay in tuned with what's going on and, and take to heart what Dr. Shevan Quinn said about, uh, you know, getting your kids and find out what their likes are and getting them connected into their own venture, business venture. And, you know, I had to think about that because I have, I have eight kids, but of, mm-hmm. of eight, I have three that are grown. And um, so now I'm thinking, how do I do that across the board for five? Do I do that individually? Do I do that collectively? So now you've given me some things to think about very mm-hmm. much so. so um, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, y'all take care. Take care, Dr. Shiva Quinn. I appreciate you. Okay. Thanks, ladies. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Have your traveling slowed down much since you are uh, now going into the summer or have you all moved? Where are you at in life? 
Well, we are uh, slowing. We slowed down on the travel. It's been a very uh, calm month, actually, for May. Good. And we're finished with school. We just finished last week. So, so yeah, we have, not, uh, we have not moved yet, but uh, it's looking like it's a possibility. So. Wow, still. Okay, okay. Well, girlfriends, hi there. This is Angela Jordan Perry, and this is our next episode of Girlfriends Chat. And today I have with us out of Illinois. Yay! And uh, Yay. Bethany, <laughs> I did an interview with Bethany back in April. She was episode 52. So you can go and check that out uh, on YouTube and also, of course, on the podcast here. And uh, it was a really, really good interview. We took our time and walked through some details of her journey and um, very transparent Bethany was with us. So uh, what we do here is just dig a little deeper onto a specific subject or topic that we touched on in the interview. And um, and I always take notes in those notes. I go back and look over and, and chew on it or think on it. And something Bethany said, I just want her to be so gracious and just expound upon us because it spoke to me, especially in this transition I am in, Bethany, which is looking <laughs> looking into unschooling. And, uh, and so uh, I am like you, uh, uh, a direct marketer, business owner. And, um, and that can be very time consuming as well. And then other things I have going on in life. And you mentioned about being present and holding on to it tenaciously. And uh, when I have um, been looking at this unschooling, my biggest concern, Bethany, has been, I know that if, you know, my children now have the freedom to choose what they want to learn and, you know, it's really child-led learning, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know, are you familiar with unschooling? Yes, I, um, I am. Okay. So it's child-led learning and uh, finding their giftings and allowing them to run, you know, run forward and just lead their education, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my thing was to my girlfriends was, okay, so what do I do? <laughs> they said, <laughs> you really don't do anything. You just provide resources as they show their interests. And I thought, okay. But with that freedom, it concerns me that I won't be present, you know, because mm-hmm. I show them this, I show them that. I say, here, here's everything you need. Oh, you love boxing? Okay, let's go get a whole bunch of books on boxing or uh, mm-hmm. et cetera and be present. So. I know I said it said a lot, but I know for me, this is going to be a personal thing, but uh, I want to know what that means to you being, you know, present and holding that tenaciously. Does that mean, you know, helicopter mom? Or that means you're in the thick of it with them? Or, I mean, what does that mean to you? And, and something that we can glean from as girlfriends. Mm, that's a good question. I, um, I definitely don't view myself as a helicopter mom. Um, I know I like to be nearby one of the reasons that we homeschool is just so that I could be more involved in um the interactions that especially one of my children in particular was having just some challenges working through uh harder situations social situations and and stuff um and so 
that that actually right there like can lend you to be a helicopter <laughs> because you you know you're you're like oh no i have to fix this for you and um it's more of just being that presence and making sure that they know you're right there and that you're an an arms reach away and they can go out as far as they need to but they know that they can come back um and of course that's with with the playing situations but also just just letting them learn, letting them have experiences, letting them learn to, to learn, mm-hmm. whether it's finding their way in their book and finding the answers as you, you guide them, not giving them the answers readily, but showing them how to find the answers themselves. Um, and just making yourself available. And it, like I, I think I shared, it's really a challenge uh, to do because I do have a business and it's so easy to just want to pick up my phone. Um, so I, I have to block out a couple of hours where I just leave it somewhere else in a completely different room. Usually I try to, I put it on its leash. I'll plug it in and put it somewhere where I can't mm-hmm. touch it. Cause that's really my number one um, block from, mm-hmm. from making sure that I'm engaging there. So you just okay. be honest with yourself and find those boundaries that you need to set. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And that sounds easy enough. Like, oh, duh. Okay. Set some time <laughs> and just say yes. during this time, I'm not doing anything, but being available and present and, um, mm-hmm. for my kids and have, uh, since you've been implementing that into your schooling, has it been effective? Have you disciplined yourself in that area being present and just, you know, you said, hold on to it tenaciously. I, I put that in quotes, hold on to it tenaciously. Have, have you <laughs> conquered that, uh, Bethany? I am getting so much better on it. Uh, I think since we talked, we actually moved our schoolroom. I know a okay. lot of people, especially unschoolers, there is they, the, the schoolroom doesn't exist for us. Um, it, we need it. We really need that space. And it took us a while to find it. Okay. And we finally have, though, we, we, um, we had it in a room in one of the bedrooms for a while. And there was just something about the placement in the house that it just was hard. The room was always cluttered and messy. And so we uh, switched it out and put it on our sun porch, which actually has a step down. I know that sounds really weird, but there's something about stepping down into that room that I'm a very visual person. I, I find meaning in everything. So there's something about that, like stepping down that goes, okay, we are now at school. Right. And so for this, this time, then I'm, I'm their teacher. I, I tried wearing hats <laughs> throughout the day for a while too. Like right now I, I physically had a hat on my head. This is my teacher hat. Okay. And I'll take it off when I'm done. That didn't last very long. So you just, you know, you find whatever you need or whatever works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very, very good. Very good. So, well, for me on this journey, I'm going to, I'm going to keep that in mind because that is just, that was really simple. I mean, profound, but simple, uh, Bethany. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Just don't do anything during this time so that I can be present because I can, I'll go and uh, I'll dig in and just be gone, you know, and mm-hmm. I know you understand that. You can just be oh, gone yeah. into your whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, kids you, you're not you're not present they see you but you're not there oh one moment one moment you're on the phone or you're yes and then you get grumpy with them then that's what I found myself doing I, they would come and they would need help and I'd be like oh not right now yeah. <laughs> my phone and I, I thought oh this is not that's not okay you know they yeah. 
this is why we do this. So I, I'm like, this is your time right now. And then later is going to be my time and I'm going to do the things that I need to do and let you do something that you enjoy while I'm doing that. Yeah. Yes. And I think too, again, I'm still working out and filling out this unschooling. So, I mean, their schooling could be, you know, in all day, really. And so then mm-hmm. I probably will have to, this is all personal girls. You hear me talking, me, 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 me here. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully y'all can clean some too, but I'm mm-hmm. going to have to also just, uh, since that is the type of schooling that is going to look like, train them too to know that, okay, uh, this period of time is going to be my time to do this and that. And so, and mm-hmm. then after that, we'll have all this other time to, for me to be present with what you're doing. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I mean, because they're learning all day. I mean, they're popping right. the piano. They're jumping to Life of Fred books. They are, right now they're doing origami. Uh, you know, it just, you know, keeps popping, 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 popping. And our home, hold house, sunroom included, is the schoolroom because we've got a piano in one spot. But, but anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to train them. And that's really good. You mentioned that too. Um, mm-hmm. Train them and myself. Okay phone is here my time I mean this phone is <laughs> chained up in my bedroom plugged in le- on leash and so you have me doing this time but then from this time to this time I need to come and um, do what I need to do and you all do what you need to do apart from me I mean I guess you do that mm-hmm. anyway in homeschool but yes but it can bleed it bleeds that's why I was fine you just throughout the whole day it was just bleed and I was never getting things accomplished. And then it was leading to more and more and more frustration. And I would never, I I mean, homeschooling, my theory is we're, we're all going to put our children through therapy. Our job is to like make the bill as small as possible. And um, I'm like, (laughs) I'm racking up some major bills here. I need to stop. This is Bethany. Okay. That is classic quote right there. Parenting 101. If anyone doesn't that is true especially now that I have three adult children you know and you're thinking oh gosh did I screw up you all just give me grace you just pray that the Lord love to give these pitiful parents you know we we love them dearly but we don't do it perfectly that they just Mm -hmm. grow up and give us grace and then they duplicate and realize oh 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 this is what my she wasn't that bad after all because I'm doing the same thing yes (laughs) Now yes, I know why. <laughs> yeah, yes, you don't understand until you become an adult. I mean, we could say the same of our parents, right? Um, oh, yeah. You know, and then become parents and you think, oh, okay, they were excellent in their own right. Yes, so, Bethany, thank you so much. I wish all the best as you all are, you know, transitioning, I guess, at some point soon. and, and Possibly, uh, yes. Possibly, yes, still in the air floating, but... Thanks for taking the time and sharing that and just making it lighthearted and uh, very simple for me to glean. I'm just going to um, just implement what you said. That's that simple. And uh, and help keep my kids' therapy bill very low and, and um, <laughs> <laughs> by giving myself some discipline. So, but thanks, Bethany, girlfriends. Uh, again, this is Bethany Dean. You can check her out and in her interview on episode number 52. Uh, back in April, um, precious time just to share with her and, and her share her insight. So once again, she has laid out some nuggets. So you all take it and glean with it. I think the word of the day is just, you know, discipline and um, mm-hmm. just setting that uh, those boundaries in place and sticking to it. 
Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like to me for the most part. So, but Bethany, thank you. I appreciate you so much. And until appreciate our next, you too. yeah, until our next connection, my friend. Okay. Okay. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye.